Hello everyone, welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host Blake, and today I'm going to be telling you about how I came up with ideas for characters in my stories. So, I got a phone call in the middle of this and I ruined the whole podcast, so I'm just going to say this now. If someone calls again, I'm not answering the phone. So, sorry. Continuing. So, I came up with the story of Lightning Legacy. And she's my ultimate favorite. I'm not going to say the story's fake. But I'm not going to say it's real either. Only one person besides me knows that. And that's Landon. <clears throat> now I know what you're thinking. Dude. We're not stupid. We're not kids. We know this isn't real. Well you know what? Some people believe in aliens. And some people believe in werewolves. Vampires. Whatever. You don't know if this is real or fake. You may never know. Let's just say stranger things have and still do happen. So, let's continue, shall we? So, apparently, um, in the storyline, uh, you know, there's this man named Brian. He's living a crap life. He's at a crap job. His life is totally terrible. And then he fought, finds a box on the side of the road, finds a little girl, and his life goes from sucking to not sucking as much to loving his life. People take his daughter away, and he kind of wants to kill himself, but he doesn't for Lightning and Lacey's sake, aka Dashie. And well, just read the rest of the story to find out. And yes, the story's for kids, so there's no mention of suicide. Plainly. Within that podcast. I stick my testimony in. No, so, whatever. So, um, people have been asking me, like, how did you get the idea for Lightning Legacy? We want to know, how on earth did you get the idea for a little girl from an alternate universe? And I always answer the same way. Why not? But... To get the real inside scoop of Lightning Legacy, I have to kind of dig in deep. So, I was thinking, so, in my life, my life sucked, right? I hated my life, hated my parents, hated my friends, and hated God. With a capital H. And a capital A, and a capital T, and a capital E. 14 exclamation marks. I hated everyone and everything. Holy or not. I became my own god. And that was the worst mistake of my life. Still is. To this very day. So what did I do? Well, I decided to take my own life. AKA, oh boy. Kids should not listen to this. So kids, if you're already listening to this, I'm sorry. But leave this podcast and don't listen to it. Everyone else, if you're brave enough, well, keep on listening. <coughs> so... In the return, when Brian comes back, there's a little hint. Now, I don't say directly, but it's pretty obvious with the way I word things in the story. That Brian has wanted to commit suicide more than once. And he almost succeeded before he got zapped to whatever whatever the world he got zapped in. Now, I added that in the story for that very reason that I was like that. I wanted to stick to my testimony. Bummer. 
So, yeah. Now, God did steal my hand. He made it, he changed it where I didn't want to, or I did want to. I tried, but he was like, yeah, here's the thing, bro. I'm not letting go of your hand, so, yeah, good luck trying. Ain't gonna work, bro. Still, I was like, so I'm like, alright, fine. I'll wait and see what goes on. And I started praying to God and asking for forgiveness. I even dove in the Bible, talked to my youth pastor. Boom, boom, boom. Slowly but surely, day after day, it got that much better. And then when I gave my life or re-evaluated myself to God, that changed my life and my heartbeat. So, yeah, that helped. And that's where I am today, when God saved my life. Twice. Big time. So a lot of people are like, God's a made of fairy tale. Well, take it from me, guys. He's not a fairy tale. He's real. And all tales come from somewhere. And this tale hasn't been in, hasn't been stretched or anything. And it's not even a tale, it's reality. Suck it up and deal with it. If you're an atheist, then boy, your life ain't worth nothing. If you don't take God into account, your life is worthless. I'm just saying that right now. I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. How'd I know? I was agnostic and my life is worthless. And I was agnostic. Now my life is valuable because I turned to God. Continuing down the storyline a bit. <clears throat> so that's how I came up with the idea for Brian. Off my own life. And how my life could or did change. Now, here we go on uh, Tony. Well, I've always been into anthropomorphic animals. Like from Zootopia. The Robin Hood from Disney. Fox and the Hound. The Lion King. All that. Okay, I was been to anthropomorphic animals. I still am. I find them interesting. I like watching the movies of anthropomorphic animals. I like fan art and many other things. Okay, all in the right perspective, mind you. So fan art, good fan art. Like, and I also like the games with anthropomorphic animals, like. Star Fox, Yoshi, anthropomorphic animals. I like it. It's fun. So those are the games I really like. Okay. Like, like if someone's like, "Hey, play, play me, play with me, with Star Fox," I'd be like, "Yeah." Or Sonic. I like Sonic the Hedgehog. Cartoons and not. I will say the cartoons are better than the TV show, because the TV show, I mean not TV show, the movie, because, I'm going to tell you this right now, the movie was stupid. It sucked. And not sucked as in bad, sucked as in whoever made it, opposite as another Sonic. They're imbeciles when it comes to Sonic. Robotnik and Eggman are not the same people. Eggman is actually a robot, sorry. Yeah, Eggman is Robotnik's nephew. Robotnik 
is Eggman's uncle. It says so in Sonic X. Which came long before the movie. Even said so in the comic books. Again, long before the movie. Also, I really hope to add Sally, the chipmunk slash uh, squirrel, I think. Um, in the Sonic, because, come on. Look, I know Amy is the new love interest with Sonic. Or, really, she thinks she's the new love interest. Kind of delusional, I'm not sure. But the thing is, Sally, Sonic loved Sally, and Sally loved Sonic. And Sally did die in the comics. I don't know if she came back or not. But they were messed up Eggman, so why not add Sally and said she just came back to life? That makes more sense than whatever that movie was. I'm supposed to think Sonic actually was never even raised. Again, wasn't even raised by whatever the heck he was raised by in that movie. He was raised by a uh, his uncle, another uncle, uh, after his dad was roboticized in Sonic on the Ground and in Sonic the Movie as well. Okay, so yeah, I'm getting on run trail here. We need, we need to reel this back in. So, sorry, I got, so yeah, Tony. Yeah, so my Tony stories just came because I had a fan kind of thing. And thank you, Tony Crynite. That how we get the name for Tony. Was a YouTuber name. That's his name is Tony. Tony Crynite. I think he's. I think he's. Uh, trim for his nationality. I think it's. Uh, his accent was like this. Hey everyone, this is me, Tony. He just kept talking like that. A Russian. That's it. I think he was Russian. He sounded like he was Russian. <clears throat> But he had some, when I, when I used to be a furry, or still am, you never know. So when I, so yeah, when I was thinking about getting a fursuit, again, when I was just thinking about getting a fursuit, um, I was like, okay, I'll watch some furry stuff, and he had a lot of furry stuff on there, about a wolf and a fox. The fox had no name. So the wolf had no name. And the fox had no name. All I know is that the fox was killed by a an hunter. And his lover um, went out looking for him. And was shot dead too. And their spirits went to the stars. And they got married in the afterlife. It was, it was weird. It wasn't like super like satanic or anything. It was like that. It was just a love. Voiceless love thing. It was cute. It was meant to be cute. Like all death scenes in Disney. This wasn't a Disney movie, but it had death scenes like in Disney. Where it's, oh, I love you so much that death came to his part. And, and they fall in love and get married after they did. So, yeah. Had some of that Disney little lovey-dovey crap in it. Part of my way of putting it. <clears throat> So, yeah, I like that, and I'm like, so how can I make this different and put my own story into this, but similar to this? So I added names and I actually revoiced, I voiced it and made it better and more special. I didn't take the idea 
but that's what inspired me to get the idea of anthropomorphic animals within my podcast. So, thank you, Tony, for giving the inspiration of adding anthropomorphic animals instead of humans. Because that really, I think, helped with my viewers and everything. Because, come on, who doesn't like anthropomorphic animals? Well, maybe Corolla DeVille, but that's about it. So, yeah. Continuing down the line a bit. If I may. So, yeah, I thought about a love interest would be really cool. We had a lot of cool backstories and stuff to that. And I sound like, what the heck? Yeah, I'll add it. Ah, uh, not my stories, why not? So adding that in the story would turn out to be a really good thing for me and my viewers. And help me my madness take off in a great direction. Now continuing down the line a bit, alright, we're gonna kinda of keep on going. Now we get to Foxina. <clears throat> my first episode. So the Bite of 87 along with Friday Night, the Bite of 87, that one was inspired by Scott, at least the title was, from the Finance of Freddy's 2 when a child was born in 1987. Actually it wasn't even a child, it turned out the one it was Mangle, so clearly that plot right there. Mangle did the bite, and it wasn't a child, it was Jeremy. That was bit. And the frontal was bit off but they survived. So the kid in FNAF 4, that was about a 30. And the kid died, so sorry. So yeah, I'm not here to talk about Friends for this. I don't even want to talk about Friends for this. So, like I was saying, <clears throat> the idea of the bite of A7 came from Scott. Thank you, Scott Cawthorn. This is one of the reasons why I'm not going to fight you about using Roxanne's name, even though... Truthfully, I came up with the idea of Roxanne first, okay? It wasn't Scott. I came up with the idea of Roxanne first. Again, I'll say it. I came up with the idea of Roxanne first. I don't know if Scott listened to my podcast and took my idea. I'm actually kind of honored if he did. I wish he would have asked me first. I and mean, I would have said yeah, because Scott is awesome. And he's also a Christian. I feel like... Are you want to use my idea? Sure. If it's like, do you want me to pay your royalty? I'll be like, you can, but hey, if you don't want to, then you have to. Or Scott, you're my homie. My life just that much better. Go for it. So, yeah, but Scott didn't ask me, so I'm coming out of Scott, but then again, Scott, you know, you do you, I'll do me, we'll do each other, probably. Little Mark Potter reference there. So, where was I? Uh, okay. So, yeah, Scott, uh, yeah, I'm kind of peeved that you didn't ask first. But, like I said, you're my buddy, so, whatever. Before you ask, no, I did not know Scott. I don't even know if Scott even is listening to this point. Like, who's this freaking kid that's saying your buddies? I don't even know him. Scott, you know who I am. At least you should have listened to my podcast. So yeah, we're, we're, we're really going 
big reptile here. So we're going back. Okay, let's fill this back in. So like I was saying, I got the idea of Roxanne first before Scott did. Okay? I'm just ending up there right now. I came up with Roxanne first. First. Again, Scott, when I'm mad at you, you should have asked, but you didn't. So yeah. But we're, we're, we're going way off topic here, okay? So yeah, um, the by 7 I guess Scott had a right to because I did use the by 7 um, because that inspired me. Come on, story, so, or even Scott. Into my character, I, t I took some of your game, they gave me an idea for what time frame it should take place. So by itself, and the animatronics actually did come from a dream. There was a bite, it didn't specify what time frame, but I knew there was a lot of arcade games in the dream, like Street Fighter 2 Revolution, Final Fight, Rampage, Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, uh, I think there's one called Final Fantasy or something like that. Uh, I remember. The, the Misha Clan or something like that. Uh, and tons of anime games. And, um, yeah, Gal was in it, and there's a lot of Street Fighter games. It's just old arcade games in there. That was around in, like, the 19s. Like the 1970, no, 1970s, 1980s, time frames like that. <clears throat> I think Street Fighter 2 was big in 1987, and that was the majority of the games that were like fighting games. So, like, yeah, I'll add that. So, I didn't. So, yeah. Now, the set is now. I wanted to make it where the animatronics didn't kill the night guard. Also, because in my dream, they didn't want to kill the night guard. But they did attack him, not knowing he's a night guard. But he's a night guard, and practically freaked out. I was like, okay. Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you my favorite part in the story and give you a reason why that line existed. Okay? Mikey! Said Chelsea, the turtle. Hey, stay away from me! The other matronks appeared, one on each side of him. Oh, oh no, I'm, I'm cornered. Mike took a deep breath. Sorry, he said almost to himself. I never should have came back. What are you be talking about, me? Sorry, I said that wrong. What are you be talking about, Mitty? said Foxina. Of course you should have came back. Mikey, said Wolfie, I know you're afraid, but don't call me that. You lost the right to call me by that little nickname the moment you tried to kill me. And to think, the family I worked so hard to get back to, the family that I swore no matter what happened, I would pay my back to were the ones trying to kill me. Mike. Mikey, we know that... I said don't call me that. And you spent the last night trying to kill me. You have no idea how that feels, do you? 
Then Mike said, How long? Pardon? Asked Wolfie. You heard me. How long have you killed the night guard slash janders? Oh my gosh. How could this have happened? How could we have made such an error? We have done so much wrong. It was probably just an honest mistake, said Mike. Yeah, that's it, just an honest mistake. Just like you remembering me or thinking I was your friend or thinking I thinking you were my friend was an honest mistake. Because it's obvious we're not friends. And you're not my family. And I hate you all. Now, why would I have added that? Well, Mike was supposed to feel betrayed. I was trying to come from the most anger and hatred I had in my heart. For those who wronged me in the past, one of which being Sam, at that time frame, I hated Sam. Sam is and was a boy. A big boy. And one night, I finally just told him, you know why no one likes you? That's why. Because we treat them. And was I pushing my own limits? Maybe. But was I mad and didn't really care about his feelings at that point in time? Pains me to say it, but yeah, I didn't care about him at that time. I didn't care if he cried. I didn't care if I hurt him. I needed to know. I was sick of him with this bull crap. So, yeah. So I came with all the anger I had in my heart. But when he comes back to Foxina and asked her, I came from a friend of mine. And I'm going to say what friend it was. Just a friend. Me and him had a misunderstanding a few times but for me and my friend did. And it got intense with me and him just a day. I don't like you. You don't like me. Go away and let's never talk again. And I reached out to him and was like, is it true? That's what I'm talking about. And he's like, oh, I thought you were talking about something else. Okay, sorry. Me and him made up. We hugged. We went for pizza and spaghetti. We played some played some Mortal Kombat and uh, Black Ops. He kicked my butt and everything except Black Ops. And I was into it. So, okay. So, in this story, I was trying to come up with the best way and best thing possible. I didn't know how to come up with what I needed to come up with in this technical place, in this world. So I thought, pizzeria, animatronics. It was a dream of mine. This dream happened, I think in like, five, see. Final Phrase came out in 2015, so five or six years before Final Phrase even existed. Scott probably didn't think of Final Phrase when this came out. The story of mine came to light. So yeah. I'm continuing down the line a bit. Um, there is also another one I came up with. My false reality. Where a guy gets sucked into VR. This one came from Scooby-Doo in the podcast as well as Darkness Prevails.
So, in Darkness Prevails, there was a guy, and he was running the games, and somehow he became part of the game. Granted, it was an arcade game. I think it was like, I think it was the AG uh, Just Dance, AGM, which is short for Arcade Machine. And let me think here. Uh, there's a thing where Velma and Scooby-Doo is in. I think it's uh, what's new Scooby-Doo, I believe, is the name of it, where she is lost in a VR machine. She doesn't know it, and she eventually finds out, and gets out of it. Thank goodness. And and that's it. Turned out it's just a she's living for false reality for a little bit. Until she find it, found out the whole, there's just a, just a mystery machine kind of thing. Made for her because she loves solving mysteries. So it's just an arcade machine. Now, you're probably wondering, so, actually, I actually got this asked for Landon, alright? So, Landon did ask me the other day, on the, actually today on the phone, what is my favorite FNAF character? And even though I don't have, even though I don't play FNAF, I saw pictures of him before. And I'm just going to say, Mangle. She has the most unique way of attacking, so it's Mangle. Now that was just a little side note, because he asked me, and I'm like, okay, you know what, I'll just tell you. She's Mangle or Foxy. Also, doesn't hurt that they're closely related to wolves. I'm pretty sure, but I'm going to tell you this right now, though. I've been waiting for a wolf for so long. So, yeah. Roxanne is not my favorite. I haven't played the game. The game's not even out when I'm recording this. Security Breach isn't even out when I'm recording this. Not in this time frame. But it's already my favorite game. Just because it has Roxanne. <clears throat> but I'm digressing. Big time. And probably also do myself to a whole lot of building out of. So. Final one here, okay? So. Oh, oh I'm sorry, I John. Final one here, people have also asked me this. Why do I love Letting Lacey so much? Why is that my ultimate favorite? Story. It's because there was a special connection between me and Lightning Lacey. I can't explain it, but there's just something between me and her. Me and Lightning Lacey. That kind of has a quote-unquote bond between us. See, if you're my other podcast, you know Lightning Lacey is in the story to me. Lightning Lacey is alive. Completely alive, in my personal opinion. She's my character. She's my daughter. Okay? So just think about that. Honey Lacey, I wrote her in such a way that she feels like my daughter. That being the case, she came to life in my mind. She is actually like my daughter. And the, see, my beagle died recently, right? And since my beagle died, 
I wanted to make Lightning Lacy like quote unquote a replacement of therapy. That's why I made the Lightning Lacy stories come out. And that's why I posted it in the series not too long after she died. Cause see, after see I wrote Lightning Lacy because she was my muse. Okay? She Lightning Lacy herself was enough. Okay. But to actually publish it on a podcast instead of just writing it down, that's what I'm able to control. Lightning Lacy itself, aka Dad, oh, I should just say, Dashi herself, was enough to make me want to write it down. Okay? So I could remember, you know, like the, what's it called? Uh, the Fallout Boys. Thanks for the memories. Yeah. I'm grateful for the memories with Dashi. Why not write down so I can remember it forever? But my Beagle, I test read all of it to my Beagle. And she loved the stories. <clears throat> After she died, I wanted to share that joy so, in a sense, in my personal opinion, my Beagle would live on in my heart. Which sounds weird, and if you don't agree with it, then buddy, too bad, deal with it. Bruh, just deal with it. Like I was saying, Lightning Lucy helped with, in a sense, therapy to help me get over losing a dog that I deeply loved and a dog that deeply loved me. So in writing that story down, it helped my heart, helped me heal, and it's still a work in progress, but it did help. Even to this very day, it still helps. The Lightning Lacy holds a spot in my heart that's unfillable. Which is why she is my ultimate favorite. Which is also why that will never change. Suppose I'd rather write a hundred Lightning Lacy stories. And read a hundred Latinized stories. And read and write one boxy in the story and one tiny story. If we can't have the choice where it's like talk about Latinized or talk about everything else except her, I'd be like, all right, Latinized is. In fact, I want to make another podcast that's only devoted to Latinized. I don't know if I'll do it. I might. I may not. Also, that's true will be devoted to how sappy it feels to me and how lucky I am to have the idea of Lightning Lacey. I want to share her legacy. I want everyone to know that she is real. 
to me. And she'll always be real. And always hold a special place in my heart. Okay? Now, I have had this question asked before. And this is comes to the Kitsune stuff that I talked about and the werewolves. Do I actually believe in those myths and legends? Big reveal. Do I believe in werewolves? No, I don't. Do, do I believe in Kitsunes? No. I mean, an Nine-Tailed Fox somewhere? Yeah, possibly. But a Nine-Tailed Fox that's also related to Nari and Cat Celestial? No. Do I believe in vampires? No. Do I believe in any movie monsters? I mean, there are mummies, but like, they don't come after you. So, no. However, do I believe there is something to it? Yes. Let me explain. Okay, back in the Garden of Eden, there were things in, like, back then I believe snakes had legs. Because during the curse, God said, um, you're cursed um, above all the other animals, you will, from this day forth, you shall crawl on your belly and eat dust for the rest of your life. He said, from this day forth, up, you shall crawl upon your belly. Which means that he didn't crawl on his belly before, or if he did, he didn't do it often. <clears throat> and even just means he had to drug, drug his... The snake had draw drag its stupid face on the ground. Kind of leads you to believe that he wasn't used to that. That was a curse that God laid upon him. It felt like, oh. You're going to be like, oh no. You tell me to do something I already do. Keep up, bro. The snake would be like, oh. Stupid. Oh my gosh. That's stupid. Is what that snake would be like. Which leads me to believe that he was always like that. Now, moving on. Since I almost could talk, because I didn't see Eve go for a club or a stick or a rock to massacre the snake, leads me to believe that animals couldn't back talk back then. Which I don't know about you, but God, if you know my podcasters care at all, I understand animals would be like the greatest thing that ever happened to me. So please, if you hear one wish, it'd be the one to be wise and also to understand animals and be able to communicate with them. I'd love that. Maybe where they can speak English to me too. That'd be awesome. So, like, back then, I believe, like, werewolves, alright? A man that can shift wolf to man at will, I do not believe that. Now, a wolf that possibly walked on its two hind legs, or something that resembled a wolf back before sent into the world that walked on its hind legs. Possibly. Like, not a shapeshifter, just an animal resembling a wolf that walked on its back hind legs. That is possible. 
a fox or something that resembled a fox with nine tails. That is, that is actually really possible. That actually might even exist. So a fox with nine tails, aka a kitsune, or a kitsune, as it's known in Japanese, is a kitsune. Instead of a kitsune, it's a kitsune. Different pronunciation. But yeah, like kitsune, nine-tailed fox. Possible. I believe there was a fox, and may still be foxes with nine tails. That's not impossible. Sabertooths existed. Why would a saber need the long tusks to come out of its mouth? Why would a wood mammoth be an elephant with wool? We need it. But it was. And it was real. So why not until fox? Okay. Oh, sorry. I want to just make one last point and this is it. Alright. Now a lot of you probably heard about you know how in some of my stories might have been a little violent. Well not all my stories are meant for young kids, alright? I want some of my stories to be meant for teenagers because if you look at my national demographic, it's I think it's like what? 18, 19 to 22, 23? My demographic is like 18 to 22. Yeah. And 18, 22 is only going to want to be all sunshine, roses, and rainbows. 1822 is going to want some violence in my videos. Now, I already said I'm not going to add cussing or sexual content to my videos. I stick strong by that. Because I don't want this to be for teenagers. And also, we're already getting enough cussing and sexual content on TV nowadays. It's like, dude, knock it off. Not everything has to be about how much you love your girl that you met like three days ago. Shut up, days of our lives. We don't care about this girl you met like four hours ago and now you're sleeping with her. It's creepy. You pervert. <laughs> That's what I think every time I see this show. I, the first thing I think is this show is meant for perverts or people that have literally nothing to do with their life and is not really allowed to read anything that's lovey dovey. They just want to watch it. I'm like, okay, at least Twilight has a plot to it. They want to unite the vampire the nice vampires and the nice the sparkly vampires and I don't know, sparkly werewolves. That's all I know about Twilight. From my sister in law that talks about it sometimes. And told me about it the last time she came to watch after me because I would die like in five hours. That would burn the house down with everything inside of it, including myself. Cause I don't because I'm reckless I don't know anything. Or just make sure I don't run around my underwear yelling mustard on my turnips, please. Because, let's, let's face it, I'm a stupid kid. I'm okay with that. Wait. What the heck am I saying? Okay, look, all I'm saying is this, alright? It's not okay to burn the house down while you're in your underwear yelling mustard on your turnips. I'd probably just forget to take care of myself. Probably wouldn't charm in three hours because I'd be too busy making podcasts. Or just playing video games on this track of time. Because it's supposed to be in bed like an hour ago. 
and I'm, I'm still working this podcast, so I'm going to do it. Well, let's just say Okay, like I was saying, alright? I am not have gotten this road trail, but whatever. We're going to stick here. I don't know what I was talking about beforehand, but I don't care. So where was I? Yeah. Shit, a kitsune, I believe. Werewolves, I believe there's something to it. I believe there's always something to something, alright? All legends have to come from somewhere. The world legend came from a long time ago from some guy that lived in Switzerland named Ernest Stubb. He was a cannibal. He wore wolf skin belt. He believed he was a werewolf. Lily had said that in the headlining paper. He killed men, women, and children and ate them, thinking that he was a werewolf and their blood would give him strength. He was executed days later. After they found out he was an evil werewolf and they killed his wife slash daughter and his daughter that wasn't his wife. So if only he had a daughter, killed his own wife, married his daughter, and then had a child with his daughter, which is another daughter. So yeah, it was weird. So So in other words, his second daughter was the daughter and sister or stepsister to the daughter's mother. It was weird. So the daughter's mother was also his was also her, her half sister. Was it weird? Yeah. Don't want to think too much about it? No. Was it sick or stuff was sick already? So yeah. Now do I like hearing stories about that? About werewolves, yeah, I like hearing Stories about the mythical creatures and folklore. It gives you some joy and some thrill or dopamine in your life. Fear gives you dopamine. It's not a drug. Or if it is, it's a natural, addictive one that's not bad. It's not illegal. But it's just a feeling. In other words, it's a feeling that gets you high, but it's not a drug. So... I'm guessing that's better. It's just a feeling like it's high, so. It's not like anything illegal. Because, honestly, even if it was legal, I don't think they'd arrest you for it. Because there's no possible way for someone to say, Nope, I'm not going to get dopamine. Unless you just lock yourself in your basement forever and refuse to do anything that gives you joy. I'd rather just break the law and have dopamine. If it means I can enjoy my life. So yeah, I prefer dopamine. So that's where we leave this podcast. Again, I like hearing about it because it gives me a thrill. Gives me dopamine. That's why if I listen to a scary story like Underground Poe or whatever, I turn off the lights and play video games with my headphones on. I want to be creeped out a little bit. In fact, guys, there actually has been a few times I either think something is looking over my shoulder as I play games, which freaks the crap out of me, or which I freak out, and I know there's no one looking over my shoulder, 
but like, I think I see it out of the corner of my eye sometimes, and the one thing I refuse to do is to turn around and look, because like, ever since I heard the story of Lyriana, a woman who drowned her children because her husband cheated on her so he does that to hurt her, she feels remorse afterwards and tries to save her children. She either does or gets executed and then she takes her children because she's like, Hey, you have children too. It's probably my children children. But she either kill the adult and take her to the adult's children. Or wait till the children sleep and then take them either in their sleep or if you spend too long by the river and you're alone. She'd be like, Yay, children! I'm taking you, I'm gonna be your mother from now on, deal with it. Which really creeped me out, because I actually heard that story as I was by the river. Not the best place to hear the legend of Lyriana. I, I cried, guys, I freaked out. I also thought a woman who was a, uh, assumed to be attempted murderer was coming for me. I was freaking out, it scared the crap out of me. But I didn't get kidnapped or became tortured or dragged into the afterlife because Lyriana was alone in heaven until, I don't know, until like, like St. Peter was like, yo, where's your children? And I was like, oh, I drowned them. I don't have them. Sorry. So he was like, yeah, Peter woman, come back when you have your, when you have your children with you. So she's like, oh crap, I don't have my children. I guess I'll have to kidnap some because then I can... Trick St. Peter. Didn't work. So yeah, I'm going back to the story real fast, right? So there were times where I thought Slyrona or, or like Take It, Take It, the woman with no legs and will kill you if, you, if you're mostly a guy or if you see her. Yes, yeah, so if you see her, she will come after you and cut your legs. After she asked you, yo, hey, do you need your legs? Answer, I need them now, or I'm using them now. And who told you my story? I forget who told me that, so I'll get one question right. Hopefully that's enough. Or hopefully she has patience enough to let me listen to the podcast, because I'm on the podcast, or tells you the name of the guy you're supposed to say. But yeah, every here and there, I, I think I'm, I'm paranoid, and I think I'll hear a... a Which is what take it, take it sounds like, which is called plus four. It's a sound of her nails. That's how she gets her name. Take it, take it. Listen, take it, take it. Take it, take it. Take it, take it. See, so it makes a take it, take it sound. Where your nails crawl across the floor. Or it's just not her nails, it's just her fingers. Take it. Listen. Take it. Take it. Take it. Okay. So now tell you that you got the name from when she calls up to you. Lariana. A.K.A. the Weeping Woman. She's scary. You're also not supposed to look at her if you're a kid or adult. And she looks at you and... Ask where's my children. Best thing to do is to run and hope she doesn't catch you. 
Take a take it will catch you no matter what. So if you want to take a take it, nice knowing you. If you run the library on her, because take a take is fast. She can literally beat, uh, she literally can out take a take or out crawl a car going 80 miles per hour. Lariana just runs normally. I think. She doesn't run as fast as all the others. She's just a ghost woman. So. Sucks to suck. But yeah, there'll be times when I think there's someone looking at my shoulder. And it takes me like literally an hour to get the courage to look over my shoulder and. I see nothing. I sound relief or I freak out because I'm like, oh, they moved. They're, they're still behind me. They just don't want to see them. It's kind of like if you see a ghost and you can only see it with the glasses and someone's like, those are your glasses. But you can't see them without the glasses. You can only see them with the glasses. Chances are you're going to dive in the dumpster. Get those glasses out of the trash can and then we'll put them back on because you're like, hey, there's a ghost after me. Going for my life. If I don't have the glasses on, I can't see it. I'd rather know where it's at instead of me not knowing. Instead of it being there and me not knowing where in the world it's at. Or how close it is. So yeah, I'd rather have the glasses on. So there'll be times when um, I would think take it, take it. Or Lyrona's behind me, even though I don't believe in those two. And I'm like. So turn around after an hour. Pray that they're not behind me. Sound relief or freak out silently when they're not. Then I go to my room and turn my light. And go and turn on the my room turn on the light. I go and just turn on the light and just leave the light on. There's actually times where I stay in my room an hour after I'm supposed to go to bed. Because I'm like, I'm not going to bed. Take it, take it is on the loose. I'm staying here. Or, oh no, Lyrona's out there. I'm going to be serious, guys. There are times when actually I do hear crying at night. And when that happens, I want to do one or two things. One, go to bed and go to my room and grab my sword and hold it to me when I sleep. Because I need to use it, which I don't. I just like by my bed. Like I'll do anything. Lyrona and Take It Take is already dead. That's not going to do anything. If anything, Lyrona or Take It Take is going to use a sword on me. Or, secondly, I hear the crying, or I, or I, I lock my door, I shut my door, lock it, shut my windows, and just try my best to go to sleep. That, or I just hide under the blankets, which is the worst thing to do, ever, and just pretend I'm protecting myself and get to sleep. Or, secondly, I just say, you know what, God has my time on a stopwatch. If someone's going to kill me, if it's my time to go, God will let it happen, I'll go. Some time, um, God will, I don't know. If they're not allowed to kill me or shoot them with a mighty lightning bolt, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if God has lightning bolts, I don't know if it's like Zeus or whatever. I don't know if, I mean, I, every time I think of God, I imagine him have lightning bolts, because the first movie I think I saw that had God with it, he had lightning bolts or he was Zeus. From the Hercules movie. So I'm like, oh, why not? 
Guns are powerful. Lightning Bolt is the symbol of power. And I like every single Disney movie. So why not? But seriously, guys, there are times right here where uh, at night or my children, where are my children? And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to know. I don't have your children. Get out. Now, there are some people that had actually talked to me when I work. Because I used to be a cashier and I used to be like, or like earlier in class, I'm like, Hey there, welcome price coder, how can I help you? And the guy literally came up to me and said, Okay, look, I know you don't want to be here, I'd rather just be honest. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I'd rather have someone say this. What do you want? So the words, punch the wall and say, what do you want? I'm like, really? He's like, okay, we're not that rude, but she's like, Hello, welcome price coder. What do you want? I'll get it or whatever. I'm like, okay, so you want an entity team. You got the wrong guy. I'm actually happy to be here. I love people. Which is why I'm on cards and I'm not allowed to talk to anyone. Anyway, guys. Oh, I just had that feeling that something's behind me. I'm not even kidding. I actually had the feeling that someone or something was behind me right then. It was nothing. So, that's why I'm going to leave this podcast around. Thank you for listening. I love you all. If that's to do, please come back later and also... I want to give a shout out to Myths and Legends, Darkness Prevails, uh, Freaky Folklore with a weird creeper kind of person on the front, Blake's World, shout out to him, uh, Crave, Crossway Baptist Sermons, how to suggest Wolf Brothers by Landon and uh, Down the Rat Hole by Landon, he does a fanfic on my uh, Based on a stream of mine. He needs to post more soon. Because seriously. It's getting too long. It's taking too long. And he wonders why he doesn't have that many viewers. You need to post more videos. Paranormal Pets. Shout out to them. I think here. Millet Madness. Ear Biscuits. Duck Call Room. By Cy, with Cy Robertson. From Duck Dynasty. Uh, the Crystal Creeper podcast, or the, I'm oh, sorry, the Creeper Creeper, uh, Stone House, Gift, po- sorry, Grit, Grit podcast, uh, In the Woods podcast, Phoenix Winter podcast, Lyriona Podcast Equestria Tunes Volume 1 Podcast Honey Gloom MLP Song Podcast and uh, Minecast That's actually the name Minecast The Mind Pod uh, Shout out to them And I'll do one more Uh Actually, I'll do two more. Wishes and Not Alone. Also, shout out. The time ones I say you should listen to is Missing Legends, Your Biscuits, Dark Hall Room, Midnight Madness, obviously, Freaky Folklore, Darkness Prevails, Crave, Blake's World, Wolf Brothers, Down the Rabbit Hole, 
Phoenix Winter, Equestrian Volume 1, Honey Gloom, MLP Songs, My, uh, Minecast, The Mind Pod, and, and the uh, last one. Obviously, I, I mean, obviously, Mr. Legends, number one. And then Darkest Prevails. And of course, if you want to know about more about Kitsune's and what I do, listen to Stone Pod from the State House. And also Gift and the Cryptid Keeper. That's it, Cryptid Keeper. That's the one that also has Kitsune's in it. So I suggest those highly, and that's all I want to say. Thank you for watching this video. If you, want, if you like it, please punch that button in the face. Like your boss, as always. High fives all around. Thank you so, so much for watching. I'll see you all next time in the next video. And as always, one of the videos for me, please do not fear, because I'm workaholic from the fiction addiction. And of course, wherever you, no matter who you are, wherever you hope you all have a hell of a good time, please, and I mean it, leave a nice comment, comment, and review down below like and subscribe i would appreciate that greatly and tell me what you think about the podcast no matter what i just want to know what you guys think so i can know what to add what to do what to take out that way i can appeal to everyone and everything and if you guys want a little love story do not worry i'll add a love story as long as it's not raunchy that's all to say everyone thank you so much for watching and I'll see you all next time. In the next video. Thank you for watching. Bye bye. Yeah, 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 yeah.